Hey, do you know what time it is? It's time for the very first episode of 2024. Hello, and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It is your host, Renell Briggs, and I'm so excited to be kicking off the year with you. Happy 2024. This is the first official episode for the year, and I'm so excited. I can't wait. I hope you all had a great New Year's Eve. Stayed safe, stayed sane, stayed sober. I'm kidding. Don't, I'm, it's fine if you didn't stay sober. My friend and I, we didn't want to go out, out, but we didn't want to like stay in, in either. So we stayed in together and we had a Taylor Swift themed, we had the Eras Tour movie on and we made Taylor Swift themed cocktails, which was so much fun. This was actually something we were planning on doing the week before, but we couldn't. And so it was the perfect way to ring in the new year. We did listen to New Year's Day on New Year's Day, of course. Uh, but yeah, it was super fun. And Okay, so I am excited. I promised you this episode two episodes ago. I told you that I would be doing a whole separate episode on how to set your goals on a monthly basis. Now, let me just rewind for a quick second in case you haven't listened to the episode that I'm referring to. Honestly, I would actually suggest listening to that one first, but you can always listen to this and then go back and then come back to this one and it'll make more sense. But basically, I did an episode where it was like a prep for 2024, so like a mini guide on how to set yourself up for success in 2024. And you can still listen to it, like it's not too late. But basically, the first part of that was talking about goal setting and I was talking about how when I set goals, like I like to set really big ones. I'm not really a big believer in the whole smart goal theory. I don't know if that's a controversial opinion, but to me, it just kind of prompts you to set like realistic goals. And those kinds of goals tend to be smaller. And I'm one of those people that really likes to aim bigger. I'd rather not hit my goal and fall short of a big one than hit it, but not have grown. So I like to set really big goals, but that can be really daunting when you figure them out and figure out what you want to do. And it can feel kind of like just daunting to be like, I don't even know how to go about starting this. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know that I want to. And so last year I had a planner that actually helped me set up my month in a way that I still do now, even though I don't use that planner anymore. And it really helped me because now I have this kind of routine of how I go about setting goals for the month, habits for the month, and all of that is working towards that big picture goal that I set for myself for the year. So some people like to break their years down into quarters. Other people like to break it down into thirds. I like to break mine down into months. I do like to assess after every quarter, but I think it's easier for me to process breaking the smaller, or sorry, breaking the big goals down into smaller goals that I focus on on a month basis. And I really like to set monthly goals and then do a monthly review. So it just, it makes sense for me. I feel like it is also helps me to make sure that I'm always focusing on the goal. If I was only assessing things on a quarterly basis, I kind of feel like I would get off track at some points and then I would feel like I'm behind. Whereas when I do it on a monthly basis, it's like smaller uh, increments. So I'm constantly checking in with myself. But I wanted to do like a separate little episode where I share exactly that process with you because it's been really helpful for me. I did it all year last year, like every single month. And actually like how I did it is nice too because I can now look back on that. I kept track of everything so I can look back on it and see like how I grew last year, you know, where I was at certain points. Not that I need to compare, but just for my future self, like if I wanted to look back on that and read those reflections or read those goals and all that stuff, I can do that. 
So I have basically a little step-by-step process of what I do. So every month I set goals for the month that are a smaller breakdown of my big goals. And from that small goal, I turn that into habits that I can work on every single day. So honestly, I kind of feel like when it comes to goals, like the biggest thing is creating the habits that are going to help you to get to get to it. Like that is how you achieve your goal. And so this has been really helpful for what we'll do is it'll start off with the big goal. It's going to go into mini goals and it's going to go into your habits. So let's say your goal for the year was to read 100 books. What you're going to do is you're going to break that down into the month. So how many books do you need to read per month? And then what's the habit that's going to be attached to it so that you're working on that goal every day? Well, maybe it's like to read 20 pages or read for 30 minutes. So I do that with um, all of the goals that I decide I'm going to focus on because I have so many things. Like the way I went about setting um, my goals is a little bit differently this year because of what they are. I have to kind of adjust accordingly, but basically figure out what it is that you want to focus on this month. Because if you set a bunch of goals, like... You might not be, you're not going to focus on all of them all at once. You know what I mean? Like you pick a few things that you're going to focus on this month and then set the goals from there. At the end of the day, we don't really get to decide when we achieve these goals. Like you can say that you want to achieve it this year, but it might not happen this year. It might happen next year, five years from now. But the biggest thing is you just want to know that you're actually doing something towards it. The next step to setting yourself up on a monthly basis. I have this planner from chapters that I absolutely loved. Um, I don't know what it's actually called. It's it's probably, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. If you, if you send me a DM and you want that planner, like I can screenshot it and send it to you, but I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. Anyway, I loved it because it had a habit tracker built into it. It had the normal calendar pages. Every week it had this mood tracker. And then at the, at the end of the month, it had a monthly review. So I recently started bullet journaling, which I actually prefer because it allows me to be a little bit more creative, but I, I owe a lot to that planner for kind of giving me the guidelines on how to track things in the first place because that's how I got the idea of a habit tracker that's how I got the idea of a mood tracker and that's how I got the idea of the week or the monthly review so I owe a lot to that but I do it in my bullet journal now and I really like it because first of all the planner allows you to plan your life so you can do it on a big picture scale you can be planning things months in advance or you can be planning things for the week and every Sunday I sit down at some point in the day and I do this and it helps me feel in control of the week, of the month, of the year. And there's not a lot of things that we always have control over. So this is one of those things that just like really helps me. If you're somebody who's like anxious or like gets stressed easily, this will be helpful for you. But it's also nice because when it has that built-in habit tracker, like all you have to do is fill in what your habits are and every day you get to check it off when you did it or you colored it in. And I'm not gonna lie, like there was a lot of days where even if I didn't want to do the habit, I did it just because I wanted to color in the little circle. And I still do that, especially now with my bullet journal, because I actually make like themed, um, like themed pages for the month. And so like if I don't complete a habit, like the whole picture is not going to get colored, for example, you know, so like I have to do it because I need to color in the I need to color in the picture. Anyway, that helps me. The mood tracker is another thing that has been really helpful. I feel like especially as women, this is really interesting to track because you can kind of align it with your cycle. But also, like, I don't know if anybody else has this, but I keep going through these, like, mo- moods where I'm, like, a different person. I don't know. I don't love it. I'm I'm trying to figure out, like, mechanisms to cope with it because I feel like this is just something that's going to keep happening. I have noticed that it happens about a week before my period, but it's, like, it's like another level. Like, I don't even know who this is. And at this point, like, my, my family knows <laughs> about this other 
this other person that comes out and um it's actually nice because whenever this happens i just need comfort and so when i'm like this and i'm literally about to burst into tears for literally no reason they just like come give me a hug and i feel a little bit better anyway i'm getting off track but the mood tracker thing really helps for that and i feel like it's a good thing to kind of keep control of so that has been really helpful for me too and that's something that i do on a monthly basis and then at the end of the month, I like to use the prompts and I actually wrote them down from the journal. So even if you don't have this planner, then you can still use them. I I like to use these prompts because it helps me to reflect on the past month and how it went. And then it also helps me to set goals for the next month. So there's four prompts. It's what am I most proud of? What was the best thing that happened? What could have gone better? And how can I grow next month? And then I also, this is something that I started doing is I evaluate my habits. So like I do the math on like what the percentage of is completed of the habit. And it's really humbling when you see that like it was like 6% because you only did it two days or something like that. I don't love when that happens. So that also spurs me to be like, okay, let's be a little bit better next month because I don't like that. That's really low. It's not making me feel good. And then the one other thing I also like to do on a monthly basis, and this is something I do because I have a bullet journal. If you don't have a bullet journal, like you might not really care to do this, is I like to do a little review, like a monthly review. So I do all those journal prompts, but then I also do like little highlights and things from the month, iconic things that happen, highlights that happen, things that made me happy, something that I learned, like that kind of stuff. And I just make it into this. Um, it's almost like, what's that called? I don't know. It's it's it kind of gives a scrapbook page. It looks like kind of like a scrapbook of the month. Anyway, I like doing that. It's just something that's fun for me. But yeah, as a little recap, this is how I go about setting myself up for the month. So I figure out what goals I want to focus on and break that down into a smaller one. And then from there, I pick a habit that's going to go with it so that every single day I know that I'm working towards that goal. I use my planner to set myself up for the week and the month and then I use trackers to track my habits and my mood and then at the end of the month I use those four reflection prompts to self-reflect on how the month went and how I can grow for next month and then a little added bonus I like to make a little review of how the month went so it's just like a little highlight of everything from the month so I can look back on that and see what happened in that month of the year. I can't wait to bring you more episodes, more content with that. I will see you in the next episode. Chat soon. Bye.